So that's my uh, New Year's resolution is to get a new computer. <laughs> it's a good resolution. Um, yeah. So today's topic is about New Year's resolution. And are they overrated, underrated? I kind of like the whole overrated, underrated thing from uh, Think Big Bodybuilding. Uh, I think it's very interesting and people's perspective. But um, yeah, I mean, is it worth it? Do you need it? Do you, do you personally make uh, New Year's goals? Do you have your clients? Do you suggest people to? Like, how would you, how would you structure that? And like, um, and what do you think about it? I think they're accurately rated. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm big on having goals and like landmarks that I'm driving to. But yeah. with that being said, outside of within like two or three days of New Year's, if we have a new target, like we're just going to start working towards that target then. Like there. So yeah, there's some people that maybe inquire about coaching or those things for the new year but that's a plus anything if there's any trigger that can get people to start trying to improve themselves cool however i don't necessarily bank on it being a new year's thing like what happens in march like you fell off you want to get back on track like just get back on track a lot right. of people uh, yeah, from my observation, a lot of people that are the most serious about it aren't waiting for a specific date to start something. If, however, the New Year's was like, you you made the decision, like, I'm going to do this, and you actually, it's a decision you make and you stick to it. Anything that gets people to try to improve something about themselves or get them to another level, I, I support it. Right. Um, yeah, I think the, I hate how people wait until the beginning of the new year to start something. Um, if you're the type of person that does that, it's the same people that like my diet starts on Monday. Um, you're probably not going to actually stick with it. Uh, the consistency part, because you would do it, you know, um, now, like you said, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, um, you see those things that you need to be changed and then you go ahead and start implementing something to change it because your like your your plan doesn't really take action um until you like how, how do i phrase this like like you don't start seeing the progression of your plan until like maybe a month later right so that's kind of like the whole four months three three or four weeks three weeks to create a habit kind of that same idea with with uh seeing some sort of like goal come into fruition. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm just like, I'm about to do another zoom and it's just not a. Hey, not you got them stacked up today. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I'm actually, I'm grateful that you were able to adjust this time a little bit because I meeting up with that client training back and then yeah. Uh, we're actually going to go to Orlando and play paintball. Oh, so that's cool. I, I, I told you I didn't know exactly what the plans were after. Like, we were originally going to go get a bunch of steps and walk the river walk. Mm -hmm. But her cousin's in town, and normally they go play paintball. I got an invite. I'm like, I'll go shoot some people in the face. I'm yeah, out. yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I 
when was the last time you've done that? Like, uh, like long elementary school. Yeah, yeah. So like, even though I grew up super, super poor, one year my dad got me a pretty nice paintball gun. And it was yeah. like a 10 to 15 minute walk from my trailer park to an indoor paintball place. So uh, for probably a year straight, I played pretty frequently. You, uh, I used to play a little bit. I had a, a gun, um, a spider brand. So it had the battery yeah. and so you use semi-automatic. It's pretty cool. Um, but there's some people that are intense, man. They do the indoor um, little fields. And man, one of my friends, he's a IFBB pro, but that's what he does. And I, I think he stopped competing because he loved paintball so much. And so now he does like competition paintball. Um, so from like a men's physique to competition paintball, I think it's kind of funny. That's awesome. But, um, I'm, yeah. I'm down for paintball or what I want to try is those like uh, airsoft, like the legit, uh. legit airsoft <laughs> rifles you see like military yeah. training with. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Like get it three on three, just. Right. That's funny. Yeah. But, um, uh, so um, I don't think I actually said anything about overrated or underrated. I, I think they are overrated for New Year's goals um, or New Year's resolution goals. Uh, I think it's retarded. And um, and every time I say that word, this my video gets like flagged. But um, I, I do believe, you know, in self-assessment. I mean, that's why we have like journals. Okay, so um, self-assessing. And then I think that's, yeah, exactly. I think that's the reason why people want to have some sort of like goal and um i don't and it's usually fitness related right like for some reason maybe it's just our industry that we're in but i believe it can kind of go outside of fitness and you can help your health and fitness um uh journey with a different goal in mind, right so like let's say you do, you're the type of person that doesn't want to go out with your friends or do something new and spontaneous well making you know you assess yourself and you're like, Hey, like I'm missing out on a lot of opportunities and, um, in relationships. Well, why not just go ahead and start building those relationships and, and actually going to those invitations that someone's offering you. Uh, I think there's a lot of regrets and people that, that have done that. And, um, and there's, there's no regret to actually, you know, trying. I think the regret is either trying and failing and not, and not picking yourself back up or just not even trying. Right. So, um, I think that can kind of help your fitness goal because that, that might help your mentality. So you might get out of depression. You might get more steps in throughout the day. Your, your digestion system might be better. You might learn something new from talking to someone. I know like building relationships, you always learn something new from someone else. And, and, um, and that somehow integrates its way into your lifestyle. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of people that talk about just goal setting in general, not necessarily New Year's resolutions, yeah. but there's kind of like three sections they break it into, like health and fitness, financial, like debt, get out of debt, whatever, and then like the relationship, family side of things, and that's how I see like people try to break it into three sections. Um, for the last few years, most of my goals have been health, like increase my bodybuilding, and then financial, like grow the business, that type of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, those fitness, it, it seems like the most people are open or talk about fitness goals, losing weight, getting healthier. And it's kind of for new year's, it's kind of the big thing. Cause they just came out of Thanksgiving overeating, not understanding what they're doing, 
get out of Christmas, overeating again, eating a bunch of cookies, wondering why they're up 10 pounds. So like, I think, I think those two holidays that are really based in food being right before the new year, I think that's a catalyst for so many weight goals being set. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just really weird, man. I mean, the industry is like a multi-trillion dollar industry, right? I mean, I think it's something crazy like that. I think it's beyond billion. I could double check that. But um, yeah, the, uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, the, the the financial and relationship one, I definitely think like it, um, it has an impact on everything that you do as far as like for your clients, let's say. Um, or even like for parents. So coming from my perspective and my experience is whenever you have a spouse, let's say well, females usually take the, the main hammer of this when you have ch- children. Um, so like their fitness kind of goes out the window, their scheduling goes out the window, hormones are out of whack. And usually they end up indulging in something, whether it be food, spending, um, or other relationship um, activities outside of like what their their current relationship is. I don't know if they're married or whatever now people <clears throat> do, but um, but um, the the one thing I find hardest is that uh, <laughs> actually sticking to your your plan again. The consistency part I think is the hardest thing, but um. Uh, where am I lost the train of thought um but um the I I guess the the um in the public's eye I think like a fresh start to the new year um I don't think that that's going to be beneficial for for anybody right I think starting now is like what I try to do and you because you're always going to screw up and so if you start in January and you screw up, what are you going to do? Wait till January again to start? No, like you're going to try to be better every month or every day or every time you screw up after those self-assessments every day. Um, and, and I think that's where a lot of people in, in our industry, um, even in the, I, I don't think it's like so much in the financial sector, um, but in the fitness industry, it's just, um, it's frowned upon, I think. I think New Year's resolution is frowned upon. Um, but uh, I'll I'll that that, but yeah, it's it's because a lot of us have seen like me personally, I've lost a bunch of weight, over about 130 pounds. I've been through this process, and I know when I actually got serious, I started that day. Like when I actually made the decision, yeah. my behavior changed. What I focused on changed. Basically, it, once I made a decision it moved up in basically what I allocate time. Other things that may have been an excuse for me to not do it before or waiting for the new year or it's the holidays, da, 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 da. No, once I made the decision, I started and it, it moved up my priority ladder quite a bit. Like when you're trying to make meaningful change to your life in any aspect, that has to move up your priority ladder pretty damn far. Like, if you're really serious about it, what's more important? Probably children. And then 
I don't know what else you have going on, but when something is a drastic change, it's going to take a bunch of effort and it's going to have to be a priority. So like other things are probably going to have to fall down a little bit until you get to a point where you have the habits and infrastructure in place and then it can resort itself. Like I don't believe it takes me any additional effort to do what I do with food and training. It is part of my routine. It takes me very little time. I don't have to think about it. Like I spend virtually no time thinking about it. I know exactly what I'm going to eat. My meal is literally done. So once I'm done here, I'm going to eat that. Like it takes no effort once you get to that point, but it's just, it has to be a priority in the beginning before you get to that point. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like where I lost my train of thought. Um, because you don't have a New Year's resolution, right? Like, I mean, at least like, because you have goals set. And so like the whole purpose of, you know, monthly, daily, weekly, whatever type of goals you do. I mean, we have a tier system of goals. Um, you, you, you have projections, but you, it's just, um, to me, it's such an odd behavior. <laughs> like, uh, so I just looked it up. Um, it, it's the weight loss supplement industry uh is a 37 billion dollar industry right so everyone's coming after the newest like fat loss supplement right but with your protocol the way that you live i mean there's no need to take a fat loss supplement there's no need for these these um trending fads or these things that you think is actually going to help you um meet your goal at a faster pace like um what what ends up happening is that you kind of get disappointed in the end because you're not actually either meeting your goal or you met it too fast. And then now what do you do? You know, so it's like, what happens if, if you meet your goal too fast? So, so like, so people were, were definitely recommending do not like, I don't recommend setting new year's resolutions. I recommend setting daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, quarterly and um, annually goals. Right. So like, that's the way I, I would look at it. But like, if you reach that goal beforehand, like, what do you do? Do you go back and reassess? Yeah. I, I mean, once I hit that goal, like I'm going to move the goalpost. Like, and that's why some people talk about like, Oh, you'll never be satisfied. You won't be happy. Like I'm happiest striving to make myself better. So like yeah. people are like, they think it's some finish line. There's no finish line. Like, there is nothing any happy, motivated person will achieve and they'll just quit doing stuff. Like they just, they reassess, maybe put something new in place or move the goalpost or whatever. Like it's, it's all about progression. It's not about an end goal. It's about getting better, getting better, getting better. Is at least how I see it, which is yeah. kind of funny because there's a lot, most of my clients they come to me for like nutrition, health, tra- training stuff. But a lot of them, I have, go- we have goals set outside of that, like financially, like if they're stressed about money, like I give them books that help them think through how to handle that. Uh, think oh, it's like a little selfish, but if they're stressed about money, the chances of them extending with me are very low, yeah. even if we get good results. But if I improve, someone's life overall yes a big majority of it is going to be like how they feel how they look this stuff but also like i've had a lot of experience with pretty shitty situations 
So if I can help them overcome some of those shitty situations, overall, it's going to make their life better. If they're in a better position financially, mentally, yeah, it's a little bit selfish, but that makes it more likely for that client to extend with me and that lifetime value that client or to me goes up and they get a better experience. Like, I don't know, a lot of my testimonials, it's funny, they'll throw in little things about aspects they got from working with me that were outside of just, oh, I lost 20 pounds, 30 pounds, whatever. Yeah. There's more that goes into it with me, which I think not many people do what I do, which is weird to me. Yeah. Some people, they just want um, quick, quick money. Um, I think lifestyle, I think they're scared of having lifestyle clients because they're like, why would someone want to continually pay me to be like, you know, it's like those life coaches or whatever, but it's like people pay their doctors, you know, their psychiatrists, um, psychologists, uh, physical therapists, they pay them, chiropractors, they pay them like all, like every, every month, right? They, they go see them, they pay them, even if they don't use them. Um, same thing with gym membership. Like, why wouldn't someone spend some money? I know that, you know, your rates are higher, but like, let's say, let's say someone just needs like, like a um, like a motivational thing to get them through the week. Like every Monday, can you just send me something motivational? Um, and then they'll be like, I'll pay you 10 bucks a month. You know what I mean? And you just like give them an email. I mean, that's kind of like one of those things that, that people would do. Um, but um, yeah, I thought I'd share this because um, the most common New Year goals, I don't know if a lot of people <laughs> know what they are but exercise more lose weight so those are the two top ones and i think those are consistent and it's funny because it keeps, keeps happening over and over again so again like you're saying like there's there's some issues. before we move on too far one yeah. we talked about how much money is in like the weight loss supplement industry i yeah. would i've told so many people clients not clients when they come in like when i was at the vitamin shop they'd come in for a fat burner yeah. I'm like, do you track your steps? They're like, oh, no. Like, obviously, don't go out and buy an Apple Watch just for that reason. But yeah. there are things on Amazon, 20 and 30 bucks, that will track your heart rate and track your steps. That money spent $20, $30. First off, it's less than a month of any fat burner that would have anything rel- like close to relevant dosing. Like anything that's halfway dosed decently with good ingredients – they're selling for what, 45, 50, maybe even $60 for a month serving. Like spend half that money and get your steps up by having a measure. What's measured gets improved. So a lot of people don't know how little they move. They're like, oh, I do this, whatever. I. They just don't realize how little they actually move. If you increase output, like they're walking three, four or 5,000 steps, if you get them up to the date, like a normal daily recommended, like nine to 10,000 steps, that will give them, if they don't change their food at all, that would give them more progress than uh, whatever fat loss supplement that TikTok told them about. Yeah. So, I mean, our recommendations, I would say these are the recommendations that I, I would recommend and most likely you, right? So, 
Um, with that being said, with the top two most common new New Year, New Year's resolution. I don't know if a lot of people know that it's New Year's, not New Year resolution. New okay. Anyways, like you're saying, move more, right? Track your step. It's first it's free. Like to like actually just kind of track it on your phone if you want to. It kind of gives you a ballpark, or you can spend the money and get a watch a little bit more accurate, but it moves it goes with the cadence, right? So it's like move more okay that's going to help you get uh more organized lose weight you're probably going to actually maybe live life to the fullest because you might be more opt to like think about lifelong goals or things like on your mind um it's a great way to kind of um, solve problems that's why a lot of people love running they get that dopamine high and then they get some motivation um and they can solve problems as they're running um and i don't recommend running I recommend walking. Running is very skilled, and a lot of injuries come from people just picking up tennis shoes and then running. Um, but walking for sure. The other thing I recommend is let's say you you spend a lot of money on entertainment. So now we we have a goal of of trying to save money, but then we also want to exercise more or lose weight. Well, let's say we would go and have drinks every weekend. Well, why not just take that money away from the drinks? Maybe if you really need to do one weekend, like one night a week for the entire month and use that money and that time to go drink. All the other ones, you save the money that you would have spent on drinking and partying or whatever. And then you can actually maybe go to the gym. Part of that money would go to the gym membership. You can go to the gym, you can lose weight, or you just don't even work out. You just stop drinking. You're going to lose visceral fat. Um, so that's an, another recommendation that I would definitely say would be perfect to knock out two birds with one stone. You save money and you lose weight and you get healthier. Um, yeah, for sure. If if a lot of people do a lot of things that cost, like I don't have money for a coach, like based on my rates, there are for sure, because they're not on any kind of plan, they're not doing anything focused on their health. They're going out to eat multiple times a week, probably a lot of people go out to eat like once a day and that adds up quick. They drink on the weekends. That's what 20, 30, 40, hundred dollars. Like these things add up so quick there. I bet a majority of people, especially in that younger age range, like 20 to 30, probably 20 to 30 spends a hundred dollars a weekend or more on entertainment or drinking or partying that's not only they're wasting money on it but it's t moving them farther away from whatever health and fitness goals they say they have so even if you just you set a fitness goal you would probably end up saving money because you eliminate these negative basically liabilities that you're shilling out money to every week yeah um i'd also be like wary of people that are now starting to put out coaching saying like, you know, um, uh, coaching plans for like a month or three months, X amount of dollars, guaranteed results. Like when you start seeing guaranteed in this, like, you know, easy results, things like that. Um, I would definitely stay away from those. Those are definitely gimmicks and good sales tactics. And a lot of people use this platform. A lot of coaches use the same platform for this whole purpose. Like you'll see the same people. If you want to be in the best shape of your life, click yes or no. 
And it's like, but you see like multiple people with the same platform and the same questionnaire thing. Um, who, so I'd be wary of some of those people, not all of them, but some of them. Um, I was about to say, because there is an aspect, like being a coach, a good coach, one of the first steps is getting people to actually make the decision to start. Yeah. So like I have multiple clients that all like for years, they were making excuses not to start. And based on my offer and like just understanding how to make a compelling offer or marketing things, it got them to start. It got them in the door and that first step. And then we can start working on the actual fundamentals, building that the things that are required. But I think being good at what you do, you also have to be at least decent at getting people to make the first, take the first step. Yeah. Um, another recommendation, have a journal. Uh, if you don't journal or do self-assessments, like I don't mean like, good morning journal. This is Andrew. I'm waking up today and I'm feeling great. I had a uh, nice drive to work and no, not that type of journaling. But like more of a self-assessment journal, a, a checkbox, if you will. I think that definitely helps. Um, you know, people used to use it all the time. Pen to paper will make habits a lot easier. It's not going to be easy, but it will be easier. It's hard to remember everything that we have on our mind and on our plate and also remembering what we have to do for our families or for other people. So this is a great way to, to kind of Organize your time. And one of those common um, New Year's resolutions was get more organized, which is also another reason why a lot of people like clean out their house. And so I'm a big proponent of this. And so coming from coming from a parent, so to all of you parents, um, a clean and organized house is a clean and organized mind, a clean and organized relationship. When there's too much clutter, it's just chaotic. Kids will not clean up after themselves, which will create bad habits because maybe the parents don't clean up after themselves or they don't try to teach their children to clean up after themselves. And so maybe one spouse picks up 100% of it, of the, the workload, and the other spouse doesn't do the, any of the workload. I think it's very um, common for houses to do this. And that's why we see a lot of people, they try to, like on Christmas, you get rid of tons of toys, you get rid of tons of stuff, but then you buy a bunch of new stuff, right? But if you were to organize throughout the entire year and throughout your day, uh, I think there's less likely that you'll be overspending on some of these things. You'll gain habits of being more organized, being more mm, like a, a, a better teacher, uh, a better parent, a better child, um, better student, whatever you are. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I, I think that that's something that's kind of like missed uh, and that will affect your health as well your mental health and i think that's very important uh, and um uh, for me i get like too much anxiety if i have like a house that's cluttered and it's like i have to have tasking and so like when we went on vacation i was like so excited to get back because i was like man i freaking i want to do like laundry I, I need to do uh like dishes i need to like do whatever i need to do right i need tasking i need to mow the yard so um I think that's something that a lot of people like over overlook uh, because I personally know people that have that problem within their own relationship. Uh, but it's something that I struggle with too. Like, I mean, being a, a, a father, I think there's less parenting coming from a father as far as like 
child care and child child care giving uh, versus the mother. And that's typically just how it is. Um, but times have changed, so it's a little bit different. I think like there's a there's a need to, to pick up slack. Right? And I think that's a, a goal that people should have. Because um, I, I think it kind of like, again, organizes your life. So. I agree. I Obviously, you know this, but I utilize the checkbox. Like every morning, I write down the things that my focused on. So like a checklist of what, what activities I have to get done today or what activities to get done by X time. Uh, and then like I have financial goals. So every day I check that and see where it stands. Just like I said before, the things we measure, we improve. Like what we put our focus on. So like I put my focus every morning on the things that I know I want to achieve today to move me towards my ultimate goal. And I was going to say one more thing. If you are going to set goals, like those goals on that list were just so generic. To set a good goal, it should be uh, more detailed and have a, a deadline. Like if you're going to set uh, goals that you're going to take seriously, it needs to be very like focused on details about getting it done. Not just like, I want to lose weight. Be like, I want to lose X amount of weight by X day. Like just structuring it and getting clear target. Because yeah. lose weight can mean a lot of different things. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, when we look at goal setting, like you were saying, it's very important. Make your goal specific. Uh, make it measurable. Make it achievable. Right. Um, and you also need to make it kind of like relevant to what you are trying to achieve. Relevant to your life. Like, don't make it irrelevant to where you're like, you know, I want to be a you know, NBA basketball player, right? But you're like five foot three. So it's irrelevant, right? But um, but also like in a reasonable time frame. And then again, I think that's at the very beginning where I was like, you know, there's a time frame for everything. And if you try to rush it, you're going to be disappointed. Um, or if you make the time frame too short, you're going to be disappointed because you don't meet your goal. Uh, slow and steady is going to be is that consistency that you need. Um, but yeah, I mean, too many people, they, they go into the, um, cause they're starting to come to the gym now and it's the supplement source to buy, um, weight loss products. I mean, they go into the gym to get in shape. But, um, if you ever ask them like, Hey, like, why did you choose to join this gym? They're always like, oh, I just want to lose, lose weight. Okay. Well, like, you know, like that's not measurable. Right. So it's like, how much do you want to lose? And how much, how much um, fat do you want to lose per week? So like half a pound per week is awesome. Or how much, oh, I want to get stronger. Okay, well, like, what are you doing um, for strength? Do you want to focus on bench? Do you want to focus on squats? Like, what do you want to do? How's your program set up? Um, I think that's where like coaching comes in, in hand. Um, yeah, and why is that? That's like, yeah, why is it like, um, for everything else, like we want someone for financing, okay? If you're like, hey, I want to save money for future retirement. Why is it so normal and okay to spend money on a financial advisor versus it's not common or normal or even wanted really to spend money on a coach when it comes to fitness or yeah, something, in general? It's something you'll see a lot. People are like, oh, I don't have the money or make that excuse, but they'll go spend 
the same amount of money or more on supplements that are way less likely <laughs> to get them the results. And yeah. uh, Alex Hermosi, when he talks about uh, structuring, like making offers, you have to get someone to start. You have to uh, basically help them get to their goal the way they want to get there. So like a lot, and this is to get someone to start. Like once you start, if someone wants to do X amount of things, like you don't be like, oh, that's stupid. Like if that's the thing that'll get them moving and then you can slowly start, you give them what they want so you can start actually incorporating the things they need. So yeah, like, oh, you you want to take this fat burner, cool. You're going to take that fat burner. If we're going to utilize that, we might as well incorporate a couple sessions of cardio as well. And then you like just slow, like you get them started based on what, how they want to get to their goal, which is generally the wrong way. And it's not going to get them there. But yeah. if that's a trigger that will get them started, just like you were making the finance example, like maybe people, maybe people start saving money because they, they're going to go on some vacation and they want to get wasted every single day. Like, okay. <laughs> that started to get them to save money. But once they start seeing something accumulate, they're like, huh, like maybe, maybe I should save till this point and then I could do something. And then it kind of just gets them going. And then it becomes less about the stupid reason they started and more about like, Oh, I'm actually making some progress here. Like I can maybe save or invest like a meaningful amount of money. And then someone's helping them see like, you're on this pace. If you keep doing this per month, six months from now, 12 months from now, this is how it'll look. They're like, holy crap, like that looks way better than this. Like, yeah, we'll just keep doing that. It's just like getting them in the door the way they want to get into the door. And then from there, you actually help them guide them to the way that it should be done to actually achieve that goal, which is annoying to me because for the longest time, people would come to me online and talk about doing stuff i'm like that's stupid here's 17 reasons why it's stupid and then they just never get started like would it be more valuable for me to let them know that's stupid or would it be more valuable for to let that whatever reason they think to be a good reason to start for them to open the door once they take that first step now that the hardest part is taking that first step now that you've taken that first step now they're more open to incorporating the things that will actually get them results, which is hard for me because for the longest time, I would just tell people how stupid some of their ideas were <laughs> and it did not work out very well. Yeah. For me yeah. or them. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's funny. The uh, I just look back at these few years, man, and I'm just like, um, as society, and there's there's a lot of like goal setting that needs to happen in people's daily lives but i think they become so um like so accustomed and so entitled to these like freebies and i think that they think they don't need to put any effort in things anymore like there's people still think that they should be getting money by the from the government for covid this is like two years past now i can't even freaking keep track of it but more and more people, they're like, they're like, oh, like, do you have discount? Do you have senior citizen discount? Do, do you have a, you know, are, are you going to give me a discount? Like, people want all these like hand me down or hand me down, like freebies, like hand me out. 
So it's like they want to be just given things. And that's not the easiest way. To, the easiest way, like you said, is the hard thing first. It's the first step. And then after that, it becomes easier um, to, to do whatever you need to do. But the the whole like um, being accustomed to like just be given things, I think that's kind of screwing people's up, uh, like their, their goals up for the new year um, or for their daily life. So, yeah. Real quick, one uh, example story that uh, Alex Ramosi made about that same point I did. Like this kid got a puppy, his son or his dad got him a puppy. He's like, you have to take care of it. This is your responsibility type thing. And then the puppy got fleas. So he went to his grandma, like the dog has fleas. He's going to think I wasn't taking care of it. How do I fix it? She's like, oh, give him garlic and the fleas will go away. So he takes the garlic and tries to feed this dog garlic and the dog won't eat it. And she goes back or he goes back to the grandma. The dog won't eat the garlic. They're like, honey. You wrap it in ham, and then you give it to the dog. So you wrap it in something they want to give them what they need. And that, yeah. for a lot of aspects, like in coaching or fine, like you have to, we know what it actually takes to achieve these goals. It's not sexy. It's not fun. Like, it doesn't look great. But to get people to make that first step, we have to wrap it in something that makes them willing to take that first step and once they take that first step now we we sneak the garlic in and get them the results they hired us for just we can't get them any results if we can't get them to start is how i view it yeah why is that you think do you think people are just getting more like weak-minded in a way or are they just feeling more hopeless I think there's a lot of poor information making things sound, everything sounds so easy. Yeah. Like the, if something sounds like it's going to take effort, they tend to shy away from it because somebody else is going to promise them it's going to be easy. Right. So it's kind of like investing I think in crypto. <laughs> like, or, like, oh, man, I'm going to make all this money. Yeah, and then you look on social media and you're like, oh, I make all this money. And then I'm like, all I do is YouTube videos. I get paid to do YouTube videos, but uh, they don't know the behind the scenes. And um, yeah, man, it's like the uh, living in your car or, you know, rolling pennies for gas money type of thing, or even freaking rolling pennies just for food and walking, right? Not even have enough money for a car. Um, yeah, people don't, don't, uh, want the struggle anymore but i think that kind of like sets us up for like a very weak um society um but uh i think there's going to be a bigger divide than ever the mentally strong ambitious people are going to be so far ahead of these yeah. weak-minded people that are offended about everything want everything taken care of for them the gap between like the ambitious driven people that are willing to do the work and the rest of society is going to get so big. Like, yeah. With me, like, I struggle to associate with a lot of people just based on how they think. I'm like, I'm getting my IQ is going down just being around you. Like, I cannot believe this. <laughs> I didn't even graduate high school. I'm getting dumber because you're in my presence. Right. right. Like, it's insane. I can't, like, 
it's getting more and more obvious, which is weird. On social media, I feel like it's a lot more present. I don't meet that many people that are that stupid in real life. Like, on certain topics, maybe, but, like, what you see on social media, like, outrage or, like, all the things that you see, the drama on social media, I rarely meet those extreme, extreme people in real life. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I try not to associate with them. Um, like you, man, it's kind of, it's toxic. Um, and that's, that was like one of my, my, like my goals, I guess I did was like to eliminate people that were just toxic in my life. <laughs> and it like whittled down to like, literally, like I had no one. <laughs> so I was like, like, man, my life was like super bad. But, um, but I, I chose that, but then, you know, come to find out for my better but um yeah people are indoctrinated with just some like bogus information and they keep it with them and they think it's true um but uh and they're not willing to listen or pull away from it whenever they need to even if they have like a like a second guess about it but anyways um that's about it today anything else yeah. Before I go on my next call. Nope. We're rolling with overrated. Yep. Overrated. And um, make your goals now. Don't wait till the new year. Don't be uh, stupid. And uh, yeah, man, that's about it. And that's another wrap of the podcast.